Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Let me start by informing you that the President has today given her assent to the Chief Election Commissioner and other Election Commissioner's Appointment, Conditions of Service and Term of Office Bill of 2023. This bill, among other things, seeks to establish a mechanism to appoint the top election officials in the country. The bill changes the rules for election commission, replacing a law from 1991. It covers aspects such as the appointment, salary and removal of the CEC and other election commissioners. It is pertinent to mention here that in March this year, a constitution bench of the Supreme Court had ruled that the election commissioners shall be selected by a committee comprising the Prime Minister, the Leader of Opposition and the Chief Justice of India till the Parliament frames a law prescribing the election process. According to this bill, the President will appoint them based on a recommendation from a selection committee which includes the Prime Minister, the Leader of the Opposition and a Union Cabinet Minister. The Kerala High Court has held that a consumer in a brothel house comes within the purview of Section 5 of the Immoral Traffic Prevention Act of 1956 or the ITP Act. Section 5 makes persons liable who procure, induce or take persons for prostitution. The petitioner in this case was found as a customer in a brothel house and was arrayed as an accused. He filed an application for discharge which was dismissed by the magistrate and charges were directed to be framed against him. Aggrieved by this, he approached the High Court. He contended that since he was a consumer, he could not be made liable under Section 5 of the Act for procuring persons for prostitution. On the other hand, the public prosecutor submitted that the term procure under the section takes in the act of customer also. On an analysis of the section, Justice P.G. Ajit Kumar observed that as the term procure has not been defined in the Act, it has to be interpreted to achieve the object behind the statute, which is to prevent commercialization and trafficking of women and girls. It thus held that consumers can also be made liable under Section 5. The court said that petitioner's argument that the prosecution was illegal because procedural safeguards under Section 15 of the Act were not followed is not valid. It held that procedural safeguards were only meant to protect the interest of the victims and offenders were not a condition precedent for prosecution. Malayalam actor and politician Suresh Gopi has approached the Kerala High Court seeking anticipatory bail in connection with a case lodged against him for allegedly misbehaving with a female reporter. A complaint against him was initially filed alleging sexual harassment which was later altered to criminal force to outrage the modesty of a woman. In his plea, Gopi argues that he was proceeding to his hotel room when media persons surrounded and restrained his movement in the hotel lobby. He was only trying to remove the obstruction caused by the media persons which included the female reporter also. He averred that he had not used any criminal force or assault or even caused annoyance to the female reporter. The actor also submitted that the media visuals would show that the female reporter made a calculated premeditated plan to create a narration of sexual harassment. He has also stated that this was done to tarnish his public image as part of a political motive. 
Hearing his plea, Justice C. Pratip Kumar sought instructions in the matter and posted the bail plea for the first week of January. In another update, the Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh High Court has stated that the term sufficient cause in Section 5 of the Limitation Act should not be interpreted leniently only because a government department is requesting an extension for delay. The court highlighted that government departments are also obligated to follow the time limits set by law and must offer clear and reasonable explanations for any delays. Justice Javed Iqbal Wani was hearing a review petition which arose from a writ petition filed by Jagjit Kaur seeking a compassionate appointment following the death of her husband who was an employee of the Union of India. The single bench of the High Court had directed the Union to offer compassionate appointment to Kaur within four weeks. The Union sought to challenge this order through a review petition but filed it 65 days after the prescribed period of limitation. The union argued that the delay was caused due to administrative processes including record collection, legal advice and interdepartmental consultations. They further contended that government departments should be given more leeway in matters of condemnation of delay. Expressing dissatisfaction with the explanation provided, the court emphasized that the law of limitation must be applied rigorously even in cases involving government departments. Thus, the application seeking condemnation of delay and consequently the review petition was dismissed. Telugu Desam party member Yasasvi Bodulluri, who is an NRI, was arrested at the airport upon his arrival in Hyderabad this month. His passport was confiscated by the authorities. He filed a plea against the police officials of CBCID who seized the passport and refused to return it despite repeated persuasions. The case of the prosecution was that the petitioner was a repeat offender and was in the habit of creating mischief on social media platforms by defaming the government. The petitioner on the other hand contended that all cases booked against the petitioner were frivolous. He also submitted that he had applied for visa stamping and that if the date for the same was missed, he would have to wait three months for the next slot. On hearing both the sides, Justice B.S. Banumati directed the superintendent of police and the inspector of police to return the passport as the procedure mandated under Section 91 and 102 of CRPC was not followed. I must tell you, Section 91 states that a police officer is required to issue an order or summon the document that is sought to be seized and Section 102 stipulates that seizure of any document needs to be communicated to a magistrate. As the same was not followed, the authorities were directed to return the passport of the petitioner. And lastly, the Madras High Court has told the state government to review how it compensates victims in hit and run cases. In a case where a man died in an accident involving a lorry, his family sought rupees 27 lakh claiming reckless driving. However, the tribunal rejected the claim, stating that the family did not prove the lorry's involvement. The tribunal did not consider the FIR closed by the magistrate due to time constraints. There were suspicions of the vehicle being planted as a charge sheet not timely filed in criminal court but reached the tribunal. The court directed the state government to relook the scheme for payment of compensation to victims in hit and run cases. 
noting that compensation that was currently being awarded was terribly low as compared to the compensation awarded to road accident victims under Motor Vehicles Act. The court added that this prompted people to plant vehicles to claim higher compensation. Justice R. Subramaniam and Justice N. Senthil Kumar also noted that in some cases, the police connived with the victims of road accidents as the investigation relating to road traffic accidents was not done as seriously as in other crimes and thus resulted in slackness. To avoid these situations, the court suggested that Director General of Police to ensure that FIRs are not closed for non-filing of final reports within the time prescribed under Section 468 of CRPC, thus requiring the police to file a final report in all cases. I hope you found this video informative and enjoyable. If you did, please consider giving it a thumbs up and sharing it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you won't miss any of our future content. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.